Welcome to the Raj Kutech Show, number one podcast in Dubai. If you're looking on the screen right now, you'll see some of the things that we really enjoyed about this episode, but the breakdown is available on the show notes on Spotify and YouTube and wherever else you listen to this podcast. Joining me as always is Vic. Hello. And he's an upside down mop. He's not cut his hair <laughs> in a number of weeks. Uh, straight from auditioning as Shaggy in the 2024 release of Scooby-Doo, where Scooby-Doo will be voiced by Drake. <laughs> yeah. It is... Alexandra. What's up? What's up, man? Welcome back. Thank you. Did you it's enjoy to today's show? Yeah, it was a good episode. Yeah? What did you enjoy yeah. about it? Uh, just being back, honestly. I missed it. You know, something where like you can just talk to people. Just about, talk to like, a bunch of dudes. Right? Just yeah. about like what happened this week. It's good. Yeah, it's good to have you back. It was a great episode. We talk about not only Alex being back, but uh, what Vic and I did last weekend out and about in Dubai. Of course, we continued to eat our way through the city. Uh, we also talk about the big controversy this week uh, here in Dubai. Deliveroo cutting or suggesting cutting wages and increasing hours. We talk about the uh, what that means to the city, as well as Dave Chappelle getting attacked. The breakdown mm -hmm. of that. Drake signing a $400 million deal with Universal Records. That section went really, really long. Yeah. We do talk about uh, a future career plan. We All three of us became career advisors for Drake. <laughs> so we want to find out what you think Hollywood about Hollywood moguls. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. exactly. We, all, we all thought we lived in Hollywood Hills, on top of which we also today talk about the first 14 out of the 15 My Friends, Your Friends co-hosts. It's all-star, all-female co-hosts for the event coming up on May the 11th. Uh, get your tickets now at myfriendsyourfriends.com. Free entry, free drink, uh, happy hour all night. We also give more details on the workshop. And maybe, maybe not, we'll link the workshop up depending yeah. on when you're checking out this podcast. Mm -hmm. It'll be in the show notes. And then content recommendations from the the GOAT, Naval Ravikant, uh, Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett back and forthing at their annual conference. And another Gary V recommendation from the post-millennial that we all know as Alex. That's right. Good call. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then some shout outs. Listen, it's a great episode. Uh, whilst you're on here right now as well, Spotify gang, give us a five-star rating and review. Oh, there's no reviews. Give us that on Apple. Uh, YouTube gang, hit us with a subscription. And who's running the music this week? Alex. Me. Alex run the music. All right, so we're back. Well, specifically, Alex is back. What's up? How do you feel, man? How's your knee? How does it feel to be back in Dubai? Uh, I feel a lot better. I think it's nice to be back in Dubai finally with you two. Yeah. yeah. Just more in uh, the work mode than when I'm in bed in Abu Dhabi all day. Did you do work in Abu Dhabi? Uh, a little bit. Less than wow. I should have, but a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to out him on the podcast. <laughs> I'm looking at both of you, man. <laughs> Alex was Alex was a six month gift to you. <laughs> he, he was right. He, he was he, he was drip feeding the work through. Yeah, yeah. But nice. no, it's good. It's good to be back. Yeah, yeah. like how next week Neil's going to be a gift to you as well. Yeah, these are all just yeah. puppies that I adopt, and I'm like, Vic, ne you need to feed these puppies. Neil's going straight to Alex. <laughs> yeah. For, for context, next week you might see uh, my little nephew, 15 year old Neil. Uh, he's going to be interning with us for a week as part of his high school experience or whatever they do like where you have to go and do some real world stuff and stupidly he's chosen us <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be the archetype of what working life is going to be like but no it's good to have you back man yeah. uh, specifically like what your knee can and can't do like where you are at the moment um so right now is eat so no physio but sunday i will start physio again how's physio been um it's pretty tough honestly because it's like having a personal trainer at the gym but for like 
45 minutes, you're only focusing on one part of the body. Jesus. Like, it's only, like, all I'm doing is my right leg. Like, not even my left leg. It's just my right leg. So it's pretty tiring. It's hard work. What's but the goal? To be able to bend it in and out and just yeah, have normal ability? Yeah, exactly. And since no one in their lifetime, unless you get a surgery, you keep your leg straight for two weeks. Mm. Like, mm. just like you lose muscle quickly and mobility. So And drugs? Um, just pain meds. That's wow. it. And on anti-inflammatories before. Nice. But now just pain meds. What, what's the end goal? Like, what's the timeline now before you're kind of I think mobile? I think... Um, fully mobile another probably like month of solid physio plus um just like keep icing it when i'm at home um yeah but uh, i think in a month i should be able to properly walk again no problem and then in two and a half three months i'll be able to play sports again oh, amazing so yeah. you'll be able to walk in time for my birthday party okay that's good yeah right so i can record your party yeah, exactly. yeah <laughs> that's yeah. what you're thinking yeah. about i'd literally change my birthday <laughs> so good well it, it, it's good to have you back uh, as usual we're going to start off today's episode with um out and about in dubai and as is always the case we kind of deep dive straight into the weekend what our weekend was like so last friday after we recorded the show uh, i think we we Parted ways, you and I, Vic, right? I think you went off to do your thing. I went off to do my thing. Yeah, you were, you were at my house. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I, you you took Ine. Mm-hmm. And me and Shayla went out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I did a, a kind of babysitting night, uh, which was cool. And me and Ine, well, so it's really, so here's what happened. So last Friday, uh, we'd planned for, we'd been, we, we tried to plan every week to try and do something. And one in every mm-hmm. 10 weeks, it happens where I actually, like, am able to, to hang out with him for the night. We have a lot of fun. Uh, and then essentially on Friday night, I took Vic's son out for a night out on the town uh, when uh, Vic and Shayla went on a date night. So, uh, but yeah, but this was the most like Rajkatecha night ever. <laughs> so we basically went to, we went for happy hour mm-hmm. at La Ville, where you and yeah. I have been before Alex. Um, and then as soon as we got there, the staff was like, oh, like no kids after six o'clock. I was like, don't worry, we sorted out with one of our friends there. So then we sat. He had a mocktail pina colada. <laughs> I had a mocktail uh, margarita, both of which were incredible. Uh, you know the drinks up there. Are yeah, good, they're right? really we, good. We, we hung out there yeah. before. And then um, and then we just chill in, taking some pictures. There's mad hot chicks around. <laughs> <laughs> there was like, I didn't tell you this, Vic, but there was like all the like sunbeds and stuff were covered, but Ine's eyes did not wonder. What time was it? Uh, sundown. Okay. Yeah, so we got there a little little after six and we hung out till a little, little after seven. And then our friend, uh, Andrew, who is the F- head of F&B there until Sunday, where he's just moved on now. And uh, and he hung out with us. And then Vinay got to like sit in on a little kind of like 10, 15 minute catch up meeting. And then after that, we went to go have P-Day. Now, there's a place there called Babaji in the circle in, in City Walk. And that's that's kind of where we went. That's where Laville is. And uh, when we got there, and I've been wanting to take in a no lie for over a year for this P-Day. Mm. Uh, it was ramped up even more so by a couple of things. One, uh, he went to that restaurant with Vic and Shayla, and they didn't have the P-Day. Now, a lot of the other stuff they sell is delicious, but the, whatever the word is, like a pizzeria, it's like a P-Day pizzeria. Okay. That's what they're known for. They've got an incredible oven inside there. So anyway, we're walking from La Ville, which is behind the restaurant that I want to take him to. And... We, we walk up to the restaurant. I walk from around the restaurant in front of it and all the signage has changed from like this dark blue to a red with like instead of small text, it's got big text. Now it's called 
B-O-A-Z. I don't know how you pronounce that, but it had some like Turkish writing over it as well. So I was like, well, it's still Turkish. And I'm like heartbroken because I've been telling Ine for a long time. I was like, when you eat this P-Day, it will taste so good that you'll actually get a cramp in the side of your mouth because you're smiling whilst you're eating. I'm really hyping up to him because I believe in it. It's a great, yeah. it's great food. Anyway, we get there and I'm like, I see the oven. I'm like, yo, what have you guys done? Like, what? where's the restaurant? He goes, sir, the restaurant's exactly the same. We just rebranded it. I said, fine. But what about the dishes? He goes, every dish on the menu is exactly the same. We're the same restaurant. We've just changed names. If you spot a single dish on the restaurant, which is different, or on the menu, which is different, we'll give you a full refund. I was like, oh, fair enough. I said, show me, <laughs> but I said, show me the following dishes. So he showed them to me. I said, in a, we're good. We sat down, we ate, we had such good food. He had a great time. Oh, but before that, yeah, why was it such a classic uh, Uncle Raj night? Is because in between the hotel and the restaurant, there's a venue. There's a venue mm. that we've done my friends, your friends, three at back in the day. It was called Lima back then. And I walked past it and I noticed that they'd rebranded it and they'd consolidated two venues. Like they made those two next to each other, they made them into one. So I go there and then we literally looked at a, a venue space and we took a meeting and the innie was like looking around being like, yeah, we could put the DJ here and we could have this many people indoor, this many people outdoors. So yeah, <laughs> I feel like he's fully, he's definitely on the dark side. He's and a natural. That's good. Yeah, he's a natural. Good. Yeah, yeah. So, but, so, but then when you reflect on like, what was it like out with a night with a kid? You're like, yeah, we went for happy hour and then <laughs> went to check out a venue and then went for dinner. So yeah, it wasn't really like very kiddie. And uh, he wanted to ride one of those little animal things, yeah. you know, for 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah. And I was like, no, you'll look really stupid. I was like, we're not doing that. And then, uh, <laughs> and then he, and then he, he ordered an ice cream. You know, those guys that mess around with yeah, the ice cream. The Turkish guys. Yo, in a broke this guy's soul. <laughs> he, no, he, he just grabbed it. He just grabbed the cone oh, and smashed it with his hand. So for those of you who are listening <laughs> and not checking out the, you know, well, who are not seeing my hand movements on camera right now, there's parts of Dubai where, they sell Turkish ice cream and the way they do it is they serve it on essentially like a long iron rod, mm. uh, kind of like a long spoon. Mm -hmm. And with that, they can present the ice cream in front of the kid and they can flick it around, up, down, left, yeah. right. And people just like get gassed up over trying to catch it. Yeah. But within the first couple of attempts, like in a, not only caught it, but crushed it. And inside the cone was the guy's soul. And he just, <laughs> Tough he life. just yeah, he just smashed it. And the guy was so annoyed. He was like, you're not supposed to be so aggressive. I'm like, dude, this is part of the back and forth. It's just <laughs> yeah. This kid's been here before. Yeah. And so he crushed it. And then anyway, yeah, then, we, then we had ice cream. Then we came back. Then he was watching DJing videos. Then he knocked out. And it was a, a pretty chill pretty chill Friday, man. All things That's considered. Good. Yeah. What about yours, Vic? Yeah, so we, we ended up, we were meeting some friends, some of my old friends from uh, a previous job. And uh, one of the guys is like leaving to go to Marbella, to move to Marbella, to work in nice. uh, Web3. So it was like a little farewell drink. So me and Shayla went, Shayla, my wife. And we went to Bar du Port, mm. or Bar du Port, however you pronounce it. And it's in Dubai Harbour Pier Club, down nearby the marina. So when you say nearby the marina, whereabouts? So you know Barasti? Yeah, mm -hmm. so if the you western. Pass, yeah, if you pass Barasti on the right, yeah. it's like the next right from there. Oh. And it's down by, like you go all the way down where the, all the yachts and stuff are. And then you take a right and it's like kind of mm. inside, wow. out on the water. Wow. Man, this place is beautiful. Yeah. Like a beautiful, like a diamond in the rough. Yeah. And I tell you what, I didn't I didn't know about this place. I never knew what it was, never heard of it. My mate messaged me and said, Oh look, we're gonna be here, so come down. So I said, All right, cool. So we went down and it is stunning. Mm. Like there's a beautiful like inside they, there was no one inside, but there's space inside. It's probably about I don't know, maybe between one eighty, two ten cap inside and out capacity. What's the split inside and out? Probably about 65% out, maybe oh. 70% out. It's big outside. Like there's a lot of space. 
And we just sat on a long table. I haven't got any pictures or any video. We were mm. just like hanging out. But this place is beautiful. Happy hour from five to eight. Wow. Like, beers are like 25 dirhams. It's not bad at yeah, all. It's not Dude, bad. tomorrow night, that's me and you. <laughs> we'll be vibe, working man. from there. It's Alex. a real vibe. It's really, really nice. So yeah. anyone that's like out in that part of town or wants to like check out somewhere different, definitely go there. Mm. Like it's really nice. The staff were great. We had a little bit of bitings, but just mostly drinks. It was amazing. Yeah, like bitings is old Indian man's way of saying yeah. food. Food, yeah. yeah just I, in I, case. I got it, I got it, I got it. Little bar snacks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, um, but it's, it's crazy because our friend Avani went there a couple of months ago on a on a girls catch up night and she texted me from there and she goes, Yo, I'm at this venue. You have to come see it. It'd be perfect for my friends, your friends. So I remember she put me onto it and obviously du- DuPort sounds like DuPont, the old the old mm, chemicals mm. company. So I remembered it. And so yeah, now with two out of two good reviews for that place, I can't wait to go down there. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Happening. Definitely, definitely, definitely take we'll, we'll go out one night, we'll check it out. Did uh, they have an out was outdoor wired up? Was it rigged up? Yeah, there's music, but there was no I can't remember if there was a DJ booth outside. Mm. I don't think so. Mm. We do have so. a spot. Um, for a beach party. Mm. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Can but you if say I say it, you have to no? mute it out. Oh, okay, I'll mute it out. Um, our, f- that, our friend, that guy who I'm a uh, on the far right-hand side of... Um, uh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I can't remember so him, yeah. So he's offered us a place to do a beach party. So maybe we could do that. Maybe That's do that pretty for my cool. birthday. Might be a bit hot, though. Okay, yeah. good. Then what else? Cool, that was Friday. And then Saturday... Raj attempted, well, didn't attempt, actually successfully <laughs> completed the obstacle course in JBR. Oh, my goodness. Madness. That was, so you heard on a previous <laughs> episode that Vic went and uh, went with Ine. And so that day we were thinking about going to Aquaventure, but I didn't realize that Aquaventure finishes, closes so early. What time by does the time it close? Six. Aquaventure in the Palm closes at six, which makes yeah, sense yeah. because I guess they just don't do all that kid stuff when it gets dark, right? No, People would get injured. Yeah, no. Okay, so I didn't realize that. So then we go, we, we get, we, we meet, it turns out it's too late for that. So then Ine has this great idea to go to Aquafun and it was so good. It was really, really good. Incredible, exactly, basically exactly how Vic described it mm. a few weeks ago on the show. Uh, an outdoor assault course, incredibly close to the shore, makes much easier because they give you the life jacket so yep. that if you do fall in, you yeah. can quickly get back. Um, an incredible cardio workout. The next morning when I looked in the mirror, I could see the muscles in my stomach. <laughs> I'd really like genuinely like, I'd, my core had got so strong, they actually pushed like some definition on my stomach. So I was quite proud of that. I feel like if I did it every day, I'd be ripped in like three months. It's cheaper than a PT as well. It is cheaper than a PT. Right. Go there every dirhams. day then. Go there every day. Oh man, it's too good. We'll go tomorrow. <laughs> I can't. I wish. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. <laughs> you'll, be all right. You'll, have the, you'll have the thingy on the, the life jacket. Take your crutches out with you. Yeah. But it was, it, it was, it was, it was as good as you described. Yeah, it's amazing fun, eh? Mm. And then we went up onto the unicorn and we, we raced back. The three of us and just kept oh yeah, all everywhere. of us slipped. Yeah, it's yeah, re- yeah. It's, it's really, it's, it's really good fun. Yeah, it's really good fun. I and on that unicorn, I climbed up on the wing of the unicorn, and then the wing, because of my weight, slowly like hit the water, <laughs> and then dropped me off into the ocean. And every single time I did something stupid like that, I was full of regret and I was full of salt, like salt water, like all I in mean, my nose, and so it wasn't <laughs> too good. But yeah, I mean, it's nice. It's like it's. But what I did realize though is that all good writers are basically people of determination. <laughs> like when we go, all, up, all of us, honestly, <laughs> when you do that level of physical exercise from nowhere, you're just like, oh my God, we are like just the worst genetically. Like there are some of us that run away and become like incredibly like healthy and ripped and stuff. But just for your average like Gujarati guy, we are just not like natural athletes. 
and that was like mad, mad tiring. But I'd love to do it again. You said you had a much better time the second, the second, time. second time. Yeah, because I was wearing the, the non-slip shoes the second time. Oh. Doing it with like barefoot, forget about it. Don't even bother. Oh, my toes would get ripped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened to me. And then the Ew. first time, and then with the, with the non-slip shoes, great. Mm. And plus then you kind of know what to expect. Yeah. You know how to do some of the obstacles. Yeah, yeah, true. So you kind, of, you kind of get to it. And then after that, we had... Um, some amazing, amazing pizza, like outstanding Where? pizza. So back on JBR, <coughs> two weeks before, no, so the night before and a week before, two people from Naples suggested this place in JBR. It's called Lantica Pizzeria da Michelle. Do you like nice. It? Yeah? <laughs> now I've, see, I've seen this place in JBR a lot. I just never really knew what it was, mm. but it's this authentic Napoli pizza. And it's a franchise here and, and in and a number of other places. And it's just this like hole in the wall in Napoli where there's like queues going all the way around. Really? And then they brought it to Dubai and I think there's a, it's in a, in a few other cities. So we said, all right, let's go check that one out. Man, that pizza was Quality. unreal. And when I say big, like m- like massive, right? Like I, it didn't even fit on the plate. Like huge pizzas. You, if you can be bothered, you can put my picture up. We'll do it. Hand no, 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 no. <laughs> hand <over the> <laughs> this, this one, I think we should do. Like, okay, yeah, I'll this, do it. Like, I'll do it. I'll put it up. Because I'd recommend this place all day long for pizzas. Not not many good pizza places in Dubai. In my no, opinion. we don't want there's not many pizza places. Yeah, there's good places. There's in not Dubai. many good. Great no, you're not like outside enough. If you look, let's look. Let's go through. Let's go through where oh, the good no. pizza is in Dubai right now. This place is obviously fantastic. So it's called Lantica Pizzeria da Michelle. Then you've got Akibadori. Yeah. Okay. Then you've got Italy. Then you've mm. got Pitfire Pizza. Wait, wait. This is all names that are in the mix, regardless of whether you agree with them or not. There's four right there. And I know that there's more than four. Do it. I'll Where do else? 800 pizzas is good. Okay. I like I 800 pizza. Know, I don't know. Man. No, but you, you're talking about different things. You're talking about pizzas that deliver well. True, true, wait, so true. I'm talking true. about like the, the thin base, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Thin like base, like pizza. the puffy crust. Yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, See, Italy's fallen off for me, man. When we used to come here and like to Dubai and whatever and have Italy like two, three years ago, great, loved it. I went the other day, and we'll talk about Pavilion in a second, but I went like a couple of weeks ago to Pavilion, fell off. The last time I went there before that also wasn't that great. Mm. Just, just it's, I don't think it's as good as it was. Pitfire's okay. Pitfire's good. Let me throw Moon Slice Pizza in there as well. Oh, I've never had it. So there's, there's like five decent joints. Yeah, I think, five, I, think like, I do kind of get your point, though, about Italy right now, because if you told me of the pizzas, which one would I rush to if I were to have that style of pizza? Italy probably wouldn't be up there but i'll tell you one thing and this is as sure as night follows day pretty much anytime you offer me moon slice pizza i will go there that is where is it fire shout out to kicks huh where is it daryl wassell mall me and my friend kicks went one night and she has banned me from going there with anybody else. oh yeah yeah, I yeah it is yeah. so 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 good it's delicious yeah. even their pasta is incredible price points amazing not licensed but super duper good we, um, we should go we should you, go because you're a pizza guy you'll love it yeah i'd love it and um, we also talked about it on the podcast when you weren't here so if you were listening to them that, that's why know, i just yeah. remembered i um, didn't remember the name once he said um, he went with a friend and got banned i remember it only when i mentioned this name. yeah what i know Jeez, that what, what the <laughs> <laughs> better cut your hair Cool, and then Today and then um, and then and then you checked out the pavilion that I was, I also spoke about. I think yeah. Uh, so I'm probably the last guy in Dubai to go and check it out. But we went to the pavilion, um, which is about seven outlets. Yeah, semi indoor, semi outdoor. We'll maybe we'll go there tomorrow as well. We'll like we'll go find some cool places to work from. Man, tomorrow you guys are going to do a tour of Dubai tomorrow when I'm in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, well, I've got to go to Dirty Ass Marina anyway Wait, to drop my car oh, yeah, rental off. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so that's why we're, we're going. Go. So we'll already be in that part of town. Um, also, by the way, uh, the one thing that. In a picked up, which is a great habit. Last weekend, <laughs> is that now 
he goes to me, he goes, he he's, he says like Marina, and then I go, and I spit yeah. on the floor because I don't know where he picked that up from, but he was like, that's our thing now. So yeah, so anyway, so so anyway, onto onto Pavilion, which is that by Maras or is it by Imar? I don't know. I think it's Imar. I'm okay. I don't. I don't know. To be Amazing development. Um, but what we did realize once we went in, we had this like aha moment, which is one of the outlets in there. I forget the name of it. Is like in the signage is bragging about how good its brunch is. Now imagine this: you've got an outside. All, all venues are like split indoor outdoor, so all the venues are obviously in the perimeter of the of the building. So if you're from the inside, there's like a little mini kind of like courtyardy area inside which is covered. And as you look around all the walls, you've got outlets. But as you walk through those restaurants, you're on the outside. So it's similar like when you're in Dubai Mall and you go to like PF yeah. Chang's or anything like that. But what I realized is if all of them do brunches, because they're all licensed, I mean, La Mescalerie is there. Mm. So you know how those guys get down. I think that's mm -hmm. run by like a Lebanese company that have like White and a few other businesses, I think, don't quote me. Um, and then you've got Italy licensed. And then you've got this place that's bragging about brunch licensed. And basically what's going to happen is I think it's just going to become a massive like brunch orgy. Mm. Like everyone's going to go to all of these outlets, depending on what they want to eat. And then they'll do their brunches and then they'll either convene in the middle and just have a good old time, like a town square yeah, kind of vibe, yeah, yeah. or um, or they'll just trickle out to, to other places. But that pavilion is a noticeable step forward. Like, I mean, it used to be the case that JBR, Palm, I was not a fan of these places. Mm. I thought they were all like really rubbish. But JBR's like doing its thing now. JBR's doing its thing like post Bombay Bungalow. It's, I feel like there's some really good food options uh, Farm to table, Massad farm yeah, to table is still, a great restaurant. Still one of my favorites. It is, isn't still it? Still absolutely. Well, I haven't eaten there like a year and a half, two years, but mate, it's just outstanding. What else is good down there in JBR? So Bombay Bangla, you mentioned. Um, the the, the pizza, a lot of people yeah. like Black Tap. I'm not the biggest Bla fan of Black Tap. Black Tap isn't bad. They got good Black milkshakes. Black Tap's good, yeah, but I don't... Like, it's not the best. Um, but like, just all up and down JBR. JBR's stepped up. No, like, but where else? Like, just to be specific... I don't know. I've rarely. I don't think there's that. Like, by the way, to, to be clear, I don't think there's that many good restaurants on JBR. No, do there's they, a lot of commercial restaurants. Yeah, they've got they cheesecake. Cheese right? yeah. yeah. There's a lot of That's commercial places there because it's a big tourist space. Yeah. Yeah. But what I think JBR just feels like more vibey. It just feels better. It feels like the people there are better mm. as well. The type of person mm, that goes I don't know there. About that. No, it's better <laughs> than it was a couple of years ago. Two, three, yeah, definitely better than I don't know. I didn't it's definitely Instagram. stepped up. Just the vibe is so much nicer. And I think you're right about the pavilion. The pavilion is outstanding. Like, I think the pavilion is just going to be like this little hub, like you said. And Miss Caloria, they've got like the op they've all they've all got upstairs areas as well. Oh, sick. So there's like a second floor. And the lady at Miss Caloria said to us that there's a they're going to have um, they're going to start DJs. Oh, yeah. So there's going to be like a little party vibe there as well. Maybe we should do something down there. That's tomorrow. Go there tomorrow. Another thing for <laughs> you to do tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> do every single restaurant tomorrow. Be leathered by the evening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, it's super good. And also, just to, to your point as well, Vic, about uh, discovering Lantica Pizzeria de Michel, that unit was huge. So it was next to what? It was next to what? Go, go Greek, Greek Kitchen. Greek Kitchen. Yeah. Next, next door to Which Greek Kitchen. Which is also kitchen. good. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we basically had a, a whole bunch to eat down there. And then the next day, again, we went to Aquaventure which was just still super good rammed. But weirdly, considering the number of people that was there, it didn't feel too long when it came to like getting on the rides. Yeah, but we only went on like two rides. Did we? <laughs> yeah, we went on that big <laughs> orange one. Yeah. Right, and then we went on the the rapids, like the, do you remember like we were in the- That's in the only the, two the, rides we did. Yeah, we did that and then maybe like one other, I can't remember, but like 
we weren't there for long because we had a commitment afterwards. Mm. So we were only there for like a few hours, but we did the uh, the big orange one that goes mm. up, mm. and then we went on the rapids, and the rapids took almost an hour because it was really? just ma- yeah, it's massive, right? You go around, it's like a lazy. As river in, whilst thing. you're on the rapids, yeah, yeah, whilst yeah, you're yeah, on the yeah, rapids, yeah, 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 so you yeah, go yeah. you go around, it's like a lazy river. Then you go up this like kind of what do you call it, like a conveyor belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah, come I down and you like fly off your boy like your your ring the yeah. what's that thing called the donut Bowie. Mm. donut yeah it's, Bowie, it's yeah, mad so that whole thing took like an hour or so and then it we had then we had to leave but like that was fun because we discovered a part of the part that we've never done before narnia narnia yeah no it's just like it's a <laughs> literature joke so th- so then so think about this then can we find one thing out you know Shayla was saying that if you go to Aquaventure the week of your birthday, you and everybody you're with gets half price. Yep. Is that, uh, that's true? That's the offer, no, yeah. So yeah. The, the annual pass, mm. apparently. Is there a cap to how many people they do that for? No idea. Oh, if you can bring like... 300 people. <laughs> Just throw a massive rager. Yeah. <laughs> what a rager. Because think about it, that the, the weekend of my birthday, which is, my birthday is on 26th of June, which is a Sunday. Yeah. The Saturday night we'll have a party. Mm-hmm. But effectively, I was saying that from Friday afternoon, I want to kind of take that afternoon off. Mm. And I was like, good. And it'll be hot, whatever. But like, yeah. it could be good for some people that are not available that weekend to just meet at the water park and just have a good old time. And then in the evening, they've got a, they've got a licensed outlet there, haven't they? Water something. Yeah. So right by where they do the, uh, the, the surfboarding, the wave house. The wave house. Yeah. yeah so mm. that, that's uh, food, drinks. Entertainment, yeah, we like could do arcade, that then. We could just like that. do the water in the day, like, and then and then hit up the wave house in the evening. Yeah, uh, can you find out, Alex? Yeah, how many folks they let in, and then if they do, then we can go down there like ASAP. Marvel I'm sure there's a limit, there's yeah. no way you can just bring like hundreds of people. But what about 40 people? Don't put these barriers up, man. Be positive. Yeah, you're just inhibiting thinking that you I hope we in. can bring 500 people. What's yeah. it? Abundance and uh, scarcity, scarcity mindset, yeah, right. Man, you lost your abundance in your kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay. So we'll we'll find out about that, and then uh, and then on on Sunday night we actually spread Maya's ashes. Mm. We went out to um, to Alcudra Lakes. We were gonna go to the the two hearts no. ones, but like the whole of like Uddhra Pradesh was there. Oh, like, really? It was, like, basically, <laughs> was it like it was that? Basically, like India. Yeah. I, th- I don't know if people were gonna go down there. Really? Like, yeah. I feel like they were gonna do like a like a Ganges remake documentary or something where did you go there. instead we just we went to one of the earlier lakes oh, okay, okay and it was a little bit less populated so then yeah we we spread Maya's ashes pretty actually upon reflection i felt like that was quite quick i felt like i'd like to have hung out there a little bit more and done thing i kind of feel like we just drove up there did it and then bounced we were only there for about 10 minutes really mm. 10 15 minutes yeah doing the whole thing was about 10 15 yeah minutes. and then we then you, we went, went, you to, went as well yeah 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 so just like the family went and yeah. it was just it was it was it was cool it needed to be done and then that was that and then uh after that we went to Maison 15 yeah uh, which is near Dubai Hills. What neighborhood is that? Because it's, it's, it's in Barsha. Yeah. They call it Barsha. So, yeah, it's just opposite kind of Dubai Hills. Mm. Really nice, man. I love that place. Yeah. It's one of those places where, like, they do kind of like artisan dishes. They're not dishes mm-hmm. that are, you'll get, like, in most places. Yeah. None of them are made, like, pre prepared. They all feel, like, very much, like, handcrafted. Um, quite rich in terms of, like, mm-hmm. some of the ingredients they use. Everything's kind of turned up 10 out of 10 flavor wise. But a really cool spot with like limited capacity. It's worth checking out. M A I S A N, and then the number fifteen one five. Uh, if you can find it, if you can be bothered to get all the way over there, it's it's a really unique experience here in Dubai. Yeah, agree with nice. that. The fried chicken burger. Oh, dude, you'd love the fried chicken burger. Actually, there. yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. How far sh- is it from here? From here, like fifteen minutes. Okay. Is it? Yeah, like to get to like back to Dubai Hills, it's like fifteen minutes. So it's right next door. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll 15, head down there one day. Minutes. But it's it's like. 
it's your day's calories in one meal. Doesn't matter what meal it is, you end up getting it. You're 12, okay. so it doesn't really make a difference. <laughs> but you, should, you might not bend off now as quick because you've not got your. Yeah, I, I mean, I've noticed a bit of a difference. Just like. What weight wise? Yeah, but that's barely anything. Have you actually weighed on the scales how much no. your knee injuries cost you in terms of weight gain? No, but it's definitely cost me muscle in my leg. Mm. Oh, wow. Like, th- that's 100%. So oh. that's out and about in Dubai. Next up. Cool. So let's get on to some news from the week. Yeah, we're starting off. Today's first story on news from the week. Hyper local, hyper sad, really. Mm. Like, looking at, looking at this, I was very disappointed as a customer to see this story do the rounds here in Dubai. A story about Deliveroo cutting driver wages or proposing to mm-hmm. and increasing hours. What's the, what's the four and one on this? Yeah, so on Sunday, we actually saw that um, some of the, a lot, well, I think all of the delivery drivers basically went on strike mm-hmm. because of proposed plans to increase hours from nine working hours a day to 12 mm. and to reduce their income per delivery from 10 dirhams 25 to eight dirhams 75. Mm. Now, that's a significant yeah. drop for these guys. I mean, that's huge. Plus increasing the, yeah. the number of hours. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, So do we I, know for a fact that the, the delivery drivers make that full money on a per delivery basis? Is that what they earn? Yes. So, that, that's, so the income per delivery is 10 <laughs> dirhams 25. They were proposing to drop it to 875. Now, is I'm, that on top of a base salary? No, I think it's just per delivery. Okay, we'll we'll have to like we'll have to we'll, like we'll fact check that. But yeah, as far as I'm as far as I understand, from like some people I know that work in that general industry, it's on a per delivery basis. So a driver only earns their delivery fee, and that's their salary. Correct. Now, I, I got to say that they're not doing it, so they've scrapped the plans to do mm. it. Yeah. But regardless, even the intention to do it sucks. Mm. Yeah, I like the yeah. fact that social media kind of lit up about this and there's two things there's two variables and let's just let's say all that to say this which is that it doesn't matter whether they get a base salary and uh the delivery Mm -hmm. money and it doesn't matter whether they're like you know how 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 that delivery fee affects them that's less important Mm. what's more important is the general conversation around decompensating drivers that deliver food the, what you know, what I think in the UK or in the last couple of years, they got categorized as essential workers. Yeah. These are people that ride around uh, ducking in and out of cars on the highway, mm. on scooters, with food on the back. We should not be thinking in, in broad general terms of giving them less money and making them work longer hours. That should not be what we should be mm. doing. And from nine hours to 12 hours, if this, and again, this is if all this is factually correct, we're talking about a 33% increase in their hours. So we're talking about a, yeah. a guy, typically, who's running up and down the city for 12 hours on a moped. And a, and a 20% drop in income. In income yeah. Potentially, yeah. If that's all they if earn, it could be a 20% yeah. drop in income. So a 33% rise in number of hours and 20% drop in income. Now, again, we don't claim that all this is true. It's not always easy to piece the exact facts together mm-hmm. here. It's not as if like they interview drivers on the news and get, get the, the reel from them. But I'm just, you know... And delivery have openly said that whatever it is they were going to do, they've now reversed it. But that's a real shame, man. Actually, that's some yeah, be doing. Yeah, like, you should yeah. not be doing that. And and delivery have increased their prices for mm. delivery. It's like eight ninety nine for delivery. Really? Now. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. And and the thing is, is that they you're right. They should be 
overcompensating these drivers. But yo, no. can I just jump in? And I don't, I don't mean to like cut you off here and say anything, but I just do feel like there's something quite dangerous in what you said there, which is you said 899 is ridiculous. Now you're their customer. Yeah. So they're putting you at the center of their world and they're picking up on your sentiment that it's ridiculous. And then that's putting downward pressure on their costs. So actually 899 is not ridiculous because we as consumers can't say that us being charged is ridiculous, but them paying less is ridiculous because we're all tied in on the same thing. We want to pay less. They want to pay less. Yeah. So Fair. here's what I was actually going to say. So 899 is ridiculous. They should be overcompensating their drivers. That's what I was saying. Mm. But they might not have, with all things considered, with food costs, with mm. how much margins Maybe, their, yeah. their restaurants That's are true. asking fair, for. Because I'm sure yeah. like if you're part of, and this is the thing about this is that we have to, you know, we're all business people. So we have to look at it from the point of view of everybody, from the consumer, from the people involved mm. in the execution, like the drivers, right through to the people that are working in the head office and the business analysts that work on the business that have to make these decisions, these tough decisions. Now, I'm sure a lot of these people operate with like good intent. It was just very stupid that they actually went to market mm -hmm. or, or at least the market found out that they were trying to do this. And then there was this massive like uproar because even me, like f for real, since I heard the news, I open up Deliveroo and normally my default is Deliveroo. And I eat, I probably order 10 to 15 times a week on Deliveroo. Uh, but now I just started checking the other apps. And I, don't, I also don't even know if the other apps are doing better. I don't know if Zomato or Talibat are actually doing a better job with their drivers, but it just gave me a little bit of a sense of like, maybe I shouldn't be giving Deliveroo all my money. And, and, and at least until they speak out and say, mm -hmm. hey, listen, this is kind of what our thinking was. We did think about this. Clearly they voiced it to the drivers. So mm -hmm. it made its way out of the boardrooms and into yeah. their ears and heads of some of the people that would be affected, specifically the drivers. So it did get out of hand. This idea was allowed to run too far away. Mm. But like super, super disappointing, really. Yeah. And I think that if you ask most people that can afford Deliveroo, an extra dirham here or there doesn't make a huge difference. I mean, most Deliveroo drivers, when they come to my house, they either get a little bit of extra cash or they get a tip on the app or they get a bottle of water or something. It's really not an affordability issue. It's more just a case of like, just get the business to work. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. So a bit, bit, of, bit, of a, bit of a disappointment, but... I don't know. Will it change? Will it change who you order from? You're not a big delivery guy, you? Yeah. No, I usually use Talabat. What about you, Vic? Talabat or delivery or it depends what I want, really. Really? I just have yeah. standard Talabat. Yeah. Do, do you think that? Um, do you think that there's uh, some somebody or some? When I say somebody, as in like some organization that should be monitoring that. I really feel like somebody should be monitoring that on our behalf. Because we are, we are, as a city, we're just, you know, improving on a lot of things. And I feel like that's something that we should really be like, you know, like you hear, you hear about a lot of like uh, tales of like when it comes to like the working communities here and what conditions they were in. And over decades and over now, as it feels like over years and over months, that's changing in the right direction. But these are people that literally put their life on the line. We've all seen at some point somebody laid out on the side of the road yeah. as a result of a motorbike mm. accident because these are the highest users of motorbikes in the city, yeah. I'm sure, by a long way. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like, look, if you're in any of these organizations, and again, we don't claim to know the details, but this is something you need to be looking at, mm -hmm. getting right and bragging about it. In fact, I give a shout out to our friend Ian at uh, Freedom Pizza. I think they've changed the name of the, the group of businesses to Locale. But like, they do a really good job of driver safety mm. so like they make the driver before they leave freedom pizza when they've gone to collect your hot pizza 
before they leave, all of the staff make the driver promise to drive safe. It's part of like a chant mm. that they do when you leave the pizzeria to put in that person's mind, like, look, you've got to deliver this pizza and ideally we've got to get it in a certain amount of time, but don't risk your safety. Yeah, and then they yeah. run ads and they even put, I think they've done stuff like, they put on the back of the helmet, like I'm a father or like the name of the kids. So that as a driver, because obviously a car crash happens when the driver and the motorbike try to occupy the same space at the same time mm -hmm. under any circumstance. Even the driver looks at that person and goes, you know, this guy's doing a job. He's got a deliver and he might have just, you know, swerved here or swerved there. But let's try and reduce the accidents. I think maybe they could they could do a better job, man. Like they mm. could they could Freedom Pizza could um Freedom Pizza should be spreading should be taking this opportunity right now to spread the message far and wide about what great what great work they've done to protect drivers. So from what I understand, again, I don't know if this is factually correct, I've heard it, is that there is some pressure for deliveries to be delivered on time, of course. Mm. No, I'm sure. And if they're not, the driver gets penalized. And what? I think, yeah, I don't again. I don't know if this is factually correct. Yeah. So that could be something that would be adding to the pressure of the way that they ride their scooters. Because, mm. you know, why would they want to, like, obviously they don't want to get docked any money mm. on a delivery considering how low they're getting paid anyway. So maybe there's that as well. But look, I think some kind of regulation will come about from this. And as you quite rightly said, there is a lot more kind of protection for, you know, lower income um, wage workers in terms of, you know, how they're protected, minimum payments, insurance, and you know, there's lots of stuff coming in, and I think that will just continue to be the case. Mm. Just raise, raising, I mean, all societies have people that are less fortunate and more fortunate, yeah. but I think what Dubai is doing well at the moment, and it's gonna, it's the slowest journey that any country can go on, is raising the floor, mm. the base mm. standard for people that are in those situations. And um, and it's not going to happen overnight, but it's you know what what doesn't help is when stuff like this gets yeah. out because this is just like the dark side of capitalism. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. These these are companies that still need to be um you know that still need to declare profits to somebody or another. All right, next up. Okay, so an interesting story came about yesterday where Mr. Dave Chappelle was attacked. Gets attacked on stage at the Hollywood Bowl. Rugby tackled. Yeah. By a member of the audience it seems like mm -hmm. um who managed to get up on stage uh, give us f f fill in the blanks for us here Vic. yeah so uh dave Chappelle was on stage at the hollywood bowl it was for netflix is a joke mm -hmm. oh was it part of that so yeah. it was part the of netflix, netflix is, is doing a big activation in la at the moment yeah. i think mm -hmm. russell's part of it yeah. as well like yeah. russell peters they've managed to loop in a lot of the big acts and is it it's not one night is it? it's a series no, it's, of a nights. Se it's yeah. a series of nights highlighting not highlighting but like with a bunch of comedians and so Dave Chappelle was on, on stage and this guy just jumped up and apparently he was armed. He had a knife and basically rugby tackled him. I think Chappelle looks like from the video, it's a bit grainy and a bit like mm. blurry, but it looks like he stood his ground. And then the guy ran off and the security chased him and took him backstage and uh, gave him a good talking to. <laughs> mm, yeah, they, 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 from what I understand, and well, this is what the social media is saying is that they beat this guy pretty bad, yeah. you know, like this is a, uh, and, and of course, like, you know, Dave Chappelle is the goat. Like the, he's the guy that should yeah. be protected at all costs because he's after so many years in the industry, as a result of his comedy and his outspokenness, he's able, he's been able to unknot some of the difficult knots that are in, you know, the culture mm. in the U S at the moment, but independent of all that, I mean, it's still an act of physical violence. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's, it's got um, elements of, what we saw happen with, you know, Will Smith and Chris Rock. But 
the fact that this dude was actually even able to get up on stage. I mean, these are not small mm, stages. Nope, no, it's not, not as if it's not as if the stage is like the size of this dining room yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a long. You're on that stage for at least two seconds, just running at the dude. Mm. You know what I mean? Or maybe two seconds, whatever. But like the fact that he actually managed to get get in there and do that. And Dave Chappelle is not rolling with guys. I'm sure that play around. No. So they mm. gave this dude the business. But and and probably what's different about how we discuss it today versus how we discuss it in the past. Because there's part of me, of course, the hood part of me is like, yeah, F that guy up. Like, do you know what I mean, he shouldn't do that. So like Dave Chappelle's from our culture. We don't want to see anything bad happen to him. But then at the same, same time as well, like this guy clearly is not going to be mentally well. Like there's no, there's, no, there's no mentally level person who thinks that I'm going to go up on a stage like that and attack a man. It's, it's, it's... How do we, how do we balance yeah. that? Well, basically, anytime Dave Chappelle is on stage... It's essentially the biggest stage in comedy, whether it be the literally in, yeah, a, true. in a club or on in the Hollywood Bowl. So it is the biggest stage in comedy. So no mentally sane person could go, yeah, this is a good thing to do. Now, mm. what actually baffles me the most is how he was able to get into the Hollywood Bowl. Now, as, assuming these rumors are true with a knife and then get up on stage with that knife and rugby. Tackle yeah. Day. Like how on earth is that even possible? Is there not security at the stage? I'm, I'm not like having a dig at the security or anything at all. Mm. I'm just trying to kind of figure out logistically how it's even possible. I, I don't know the answer to that, but he managed to do it. But yeah, look, you know, I think there is a reaction. And look, even Dave, so Dave said, Dave Chappelle afterwards, he comes back on stage. Jamie Foxx is there. Chris Rock is there. Jamie Foxx says what you said. He said, we need to protect this guy at all costs. Like, mm. this is someone that... Dave, protect Dave Chappelle. Protect mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle, sorry, yeah, not, not the other guy. <laughs> Chris Rock comes and goes, was that Will Smith? Mm. He says that. Um, but Dave Chappelle comes back on to the mic. He goes backstage, comes back. He goes, I've been doing this for 37 years, and I just stomped a guy backstage. He said those words. I'll find the clip, and if I can wow. find it, we'll put it we'll up. Put it up yeah. But... Um, but no, he said he's backstage getting stomped out. Isn't that what he said? No, he said, I've been doing this for 37 years. Wow. And I just stomped a guy backstage. Wow. So he got involved. Wow. And and here's the thing. He'll probably get a pass, right? Because it's Dave Chappelle. And he got attacked. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he, he'll, yeah, definitely, yeah, he'll definitely yeah, get he'll a pass. Okay, yeah. Yeah. F from everyone. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah, one's yeah. going to look at Dave and go, he shouldn't have done that. Mm. And no one's no, going to no, think to... No. I'm sure a lot of people are thinking the security shouldn't have done that. But... But not Dave Chappelle. Like they won't. They'll give him the pass. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, but this is also like hood rules as well. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like exactly you got to bear in mind. Like this yeah. guy, this guy presented clear and present danger in the eyes of the mm -hmm. law. Yeah, and he just did some stuff that you just, you know, he took his life into his own hands. I mean, and even if Dave Chappelle didn't have security, you don't want to get stomped out by Jamie Fox. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know what no, I mean? well, like, exactly. Any yeah. of the homies that are around. Well, maybe Chris Rock could be fine. <laughs> yeah, no, <but> not, <laughs> no, I'm I, joking, I, I I'm wouldn't joking. mind under normal circumstances. Chris, if you're listening, I'm joking. Yeah, but like no, but Chris, Chris, Chris Rock's probably got a lot of pent up frustration anyway. I'm he's sure, like, yeah, yeah, he'll yeah, give yeah, this guy yeah. the Will Smith package. You know what I mean? But but you know, it, it does come back to that point. Like, you know, why? Right? Mm. So, what 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 triggered that guy to? Because. I don't think it was like a momentary thing. This must have been like pent up. Like maybe there's like some jokes that Dave Chappelle has said or some commentary that Dave Chappelle has had previously and this guy's like taken some offense to it because it's not like this guy's gone in there and just on the whim, on a whim gone, let me just yeah, go and no wash way. Dave no Chappelle way. on stage. 
and have a knife in his pocket if that rumor is true. It's it's not done on a whim. So this is something that I think is pent up and is like built up yeah. over time. Or it's just straight up mental illness. Maybe he just yeah, got annoyed by not having an ice cream that day and just went crazy. Like we don't know, right? Maybe. He, yeah, this, I mean, it, fair. I, I guess if it's, I was, a, if, it's yeah. I wouldn't think of that like out of anything that would have. But happened. the thing is, if there's a mind that's not working and you go inside that mind, the the inversion that exists inside a mind that doesn't think like ours, like we, no matter what happens, because we're sane people, we apply sane frameworks to it. But inside this head, he might have just thought, I want to be a unicorn and I want to, and he's a wall and I also want to push through the wall. Like it could be anything. Yeah. It could be a voice in his head who told him now. You know what I mean? There are, there are certain psychological Fair. conditions that it are like, be. he meant you, by the way, go, go, go teach him a lesson. Then he goes up on stage and tries to de- teach Dave Chappelle a lesson. It, it, it could be c- anything. It could be either of those things. I guess if I was to form an opinion on it, which I'm not qualified to do, I feel like it could be something that's pent up. But when you look at the pictures of the guy afterwards, you're also like, yeah, maybe, maybe it could just be he felt he was a unicorn because he's yeah. got like painted nails and yeah. you know, like just kind of like a different look about him but who's to judge and yeah he's a quirky guy and he considering how badly they smashed him up i mean if you if you do if you do choose to go online and see him uh, getting put into an ambulance on a stretcher his arm is handcuffed to the side of it and as he raises his arm up it's going at an angle that i've not seen since like version one tetris do you know what i mean it's like his, his arm is like all messed up so anyway listen all things considered super glad that dave Chappelle and all the other folks yeah. are, are, are well it could have easily gone another way Somebody who mm. is, you know, more sane with more of a, a agenda might have been able to finish the job. You know what I mean? Whatever that job might be. So we're glad that, that he got away unscathed. And um, and hopefully the guy that did this will have full justice served to him and, and whatnot. There what there have been some articles right now about, I think, a, a $30,000 bond and a few mm. other bits and pieces. Yeah, or that. bail or something like yeah. that. But Or 300000 I can't remember what it was. But it's, you know, hopefully everybody involved will... We'll just move on. And of course, there's going to be an insane amount of jokes coming out after that. There's already so many memes coming out. Really? Yeah. There's a, (laughs) there's one. Mad Skills has been putting it up. Have you seen it? Yeah, everyone says that Mad Skills did it. No, it looks like Mad Skills when Mad Skills was younger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everyone's saying it's Mad Skills that did it. Yeah, yeah. That is so funny. And like, he's obviously taken it as a joke because he's reposting all of these. Mm. And that, that's really funny, but there's a lot of memes coming out. It's, it, is, it is shocking. It's more shocking than the Oscars because Oscars, you expect mm. like, you know, like civil society and that kind of things. Yeah. But I've been, I've, you know, I've been to one of Dave's shows. I've partied with him afterwards at the Juke Joint, which is a private event that he does afterwards. Security is real. Like at, at the full, event. Full on. Dude, at the event, they, I think, I can't remember if they did or if they didn't, but I think they gave us a sealable bag to put our phones in. Really? Like security is real. Yeah, you really get tapped down. So I don't know how this guy did it. I mean, the reality is if he had an agenda, he could have gone in there two weeks before and hidden something inside a yeah, toilet. You yeah, see these that's Hollywood also movies, true. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so anyway, yeah. Well, g- a good amount of time on that one. Next up, big news coming out of the six. Yeah, so Drake re-signs with Universal for $400 million. Mm-hmm. Now, the... Um, My number one question is, did, did he sign with Universal as a free agent? Or universal cash money, because it sounds to me like he's out of the cash money deal, especially if there's four hundred million dollars on the table. That's a good question. I don't know. I haven't been able to verify that. Um, What I do know, it's a multifaceted deal, covering recordings, publishing, merchandise, and visual media projects. Mm -hmm. Is that like music videos and all of that? See, this is the thing. I think me and you have spoken about this before. I don't think, and people don't necessarily agree with me on this, but I don't think Drake's career started yet. Because Drake taking all of his 
uh, star power and his actual ability to act and poke fun at himself. Drake is the kind of rapper who can really, really rap, can really, really be on the level of like a, an SNL sketch and poke fun at himself, which he does do in many videos. Mm -hmm. But when Drake gets offered a development deal on par with Fast and the Furious, that's going to produce billions of dollars. Yeah. And mm -hmm. we're talking about action figures. We're talking about sticker books. We're talking about t-shirts and merch. Yeah. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of people having Drake's character in a movie wrapped up under their Christmas tree in two or three years. So for me, 400 million still seems like a bit of a, a good deal. And remember, if Universal have given this dude $400 million, they're looking for a multiple on that, which means that they see yeah. a value in the deal of, let's say five times that. So now we're talking mm. about a deal that could be worth $2 billion yeah. at a top line, of which his slice is, is 400 M's. It's Lucian Grange, right, that announced it? Yeah. On a call with, uh, was it a, was in it the, a in the, earnings, in the earnings call? call? Yeah. Okay. Wow, incredible. And Drake has spoken in the past as well about like, if you see the checks that Lucien gives me or like I made $360 million on something else. So I guess he was probably indicating more towards mm. this. Um, biggest deal I've seen come from a rapper. I've seen some M&A deals like uh, Vitamin Water Vitamin with 50. Water and and that, yeah. I think Jay-Z did 170 million off uh, Rockaware, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But then again, that was divided amongst a bunch of people. But this is a straight record deal. Like it's not, yeah. it's not a brand no, it was deal. recording and Re and what else so it's um recordings publishing merchandise and visual media projects so i guess my point being is it's not a brand deal like it's not a product or anything like that merch right? and visual visual media it projects yeah it's a 360 uh, deal yeah but i oh, guess touring it doesn't say touring in here okay but we don't know the full details it could yet. Be, yeah mm. um but i guess my point being is it's not like associated to like a product like beats or vitamin water or whatever yeah 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 it's a it's a it's a rec it's a three sixty record deal. Mm. So yeah, of its on its own volition, then yeah, probably the biggest one I've seen. I've not seen anything as big as this. No, it's massive. But 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 here's the thing: you you talk about the movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I think TV more than movie. Yeah, I don't see Drake going into movies. Mo movies, I don't I don't know, I don't know. But I feel like he doesn't he hasn't got the the, the same kind of you know he's. Like if you think about Fast and Furious and Vin Diesel and The mm. Rock and even Ludacris, to you know he's part yeah. of that franchise, they've got more kind of staying power in movies. I think he's going to get more like an LL Cool J style or Ice T style TV deal. Hell no! No no no! Not in a not in a crime show. I'm just saying they've got TV deals. He's going to get TV over over movie. That's what I believe. TV franchise or TV series over movie. I believe that. Okay. Well, how many of these TV series are able to spin out? like super important merch and stuff like that if this is a merch deal merch merch typically yeah. trickles down more from like theatrical releases yeah, but that whole landscape yeah, fair, is changing fair. man that whole but landscape it, is changing but it also doesn't the, mean the he has to be movie, a star in a big movie well the only, the only well true. he can just be in a be big in movie and not be like the main character but right now the only big movie franchises aside from like Fast and Furious and things like that is the Marvel Universe right there's no other like true. massive 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 franchises that are spitting out this many movies this many stars this much merchandise you know this many cinema tickets sold there's just not enough of it yet and I don't think that's gonna massively change it's not gonna go back to what it was like to come out with a massive movie franchise right now I just don't, like starting from scratch, literally from the beginning. He'd have to, 
or if he joins Fast and Furious or something like that, maybe. But he's not going to join Fast and Furious. He's not going to join Marvel. I don't know what else there is in terms of movies. And no, Fast I, and I Furious is over anyway. The other thing he it might do, yo, you know what he might actually do? Sorry, I'm thinking about him being an actor in a movie franchise, right? Yeah. I think he's more suited to TV. That's my personal opinion. What he might actually do is start voicing animation. Mm. And I could see that. In, I could see in, that. In, 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 in um, animation franchises or something like that. That's probably where his movie. Like, what is it? Go. Like the Rock but, doing? But wait, but wait. Uh, think, 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 loads, think yeah. about it this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Re- let me reverse engineer it this way, right? This is based on, like, how you see it, and what, like, let's say in conversation with him, how you would say, okay, I'd see you going here, here, and here. But let me just paint the picture for you. Between Universal tomorrow, picks up the Die Hard series, the way that Amazon picked up James Bond. Mm-hmm. And they say, we're going to remake Die Hard. It's going to come online from mid-2024. They start talking about it right now, 2022. Not uncommon to have a two-year hype cycle. And the role of Bruce Willis will be played by Drake. Mm-hmm. That's Those theaters are going to be full. It's just like, because I would, I would agree with you if we couldn't imagine a scenario that I just painted. But that scenario I just painted could 100% happen. He could be ripped. He could be the equivalent of, you know, the diehard main character, but with NFTs and mobile phones and all the other things that mm-hmm. exist in a, like, 2022 world onwards. And he could 100% be that. I'm not saying that he couldn't do TV, but I just feel like him going into, like, what's going to happen? He just becomes another selectable image on Netflix for one of his shows mm-hmm. in a world where Netflix is spending 40 to $50 for every $1 it earns on subscriptions. I just don't think that's the move. He's, it, but there's not going to, I don't think there's going to be a franchise like that. Die Hard or any other. Between just, now I, and the day you die, you don't see at least five more life-changing franchises when in your lifetime, you've had the Marvel Universe, you've had Lord of the Rings, you've had yeah, Harry Potter and Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. But in my lifetime, going to the movies was everything. Streaming didn't exist. Netflix didn't exist. Everything was put into blockbuster movies. Hollywood was a different place completely. Hollywood puts more on uh, Euphoria TV stars than it does on the movie stars. Like it, it brings them up more. Like they're the, they're the darlings of Hollywood now. I don't I don't see a world where yeah I'm not saying there won't be new franchises. I'm not saying that you know we'll never see franchises ever again. But I don't think it's going to be the same the same level of you know, interest or popularity or even number of tickets sold, cinema tickets sold. There'll be merchandise and all that kind of stuff. But I just don't think movie franchises like they were are going to exist in the same way in the future. There will be some, but just not in the same way. Marvel's basically taken over that whole world. Like for the next four years, every like few months, there's a Marvel movie coming out. But with Drake specifically, when I was, you know, as we're talking out, I think TV's a really important place for him to be in this world. But I think animation's gonna. I, I really think animation is gonna be something where he's gonna go. His voice, he's got. You know, it's a recognizable voice. So you know, Super Pets. We just yep. mentioned it now. Kevin Hart and The Rock are in Super Pets, right? Mm-hmm. Two of the most recognizable voices in Hollywood. You can't. Un, you, you know, you know who they are specifically when you hear their voices. And I think Drake can find a lane in that. Now it might not be in. Um, you know, it might be like a Sonic, you know, like Sonic the Hedgehog has like mm-hmm. a, a couple of, um, you know, episodes out or whatever, like yeah, the yeah. franchise, and they'll continue to do that. On TV? No, movies. Movies. 
I don't. I mean, Sonic's trash. So, so, so you got Jim Carrey as as a as the character as as a as one of the characters, like a human character. But you got Nick Kroll, I think, does the um, voice of Sonic. But you're just gonna have and lo- lots of people just do the rounds in animation. Steve Carell in Despicable Me, you know those kind of things. I think that's where Drake's gonna find a niche. I, I genuinely do. Let's okay, see. so let, let's look at the top grossing movies in North America, uh, domestic sales. Last year, you're right. Marvel has a lot of it. Spider-Man No Way Home. Shang-Chi was all right. I mm. went to see that. Venom looks rubbish. Black Widow, not seen. And then you got F9, Fast and Furious, yep. the Fast mm-hmm. Saga. Eternals, No Time to Die, James Bond franchise, A Quiet Place Part 2, never heard of it. Ghostbusters could have, I don't know. I still stick with it. I still stick with it. I think, I think they could just pick up Die Hard, be like, we're going to bring that back, fully upgraded. and Or like bringing in Drake as like a, a Jason Bourne or something like that. I just feel like it would no, happen. I don't I think don't, so. They won't, they, they can't remake. And listen, if they, if they brought back Jason Bourne or Die Hard and they put Drake in the, in the, um, the title character role, fine. Maybe that might happen, but it's not going to be a big franchise. There's no, there's no, you can't tell me one franchise in the last four years and I can't do it off the top of my head. So I'm challenging you looking at Google, but yeah. Ghostbusters came back and what? There was like two, two Ghostbusters remakes. Didn't they shift that though? All the Ghostbusters to, to were women, female. Yeah, but like yeah. It, it doesn't have the same like longevity, the same lasting power. They start, remakes start to become like novelties now. Mm. Forget forget Ghostbusters and all women. I think that's a good thing. But like just a remake of a old franchise just starts to become a novelty. It's not going to be able to pull out four movies three, four, five movies, whatever it is. It's not going to be enough. Even look, even going back as far as Indiana Jones and the Kingdom mm. of the Crystal Skull, that came, but that, that one came out a, a f- like a number of years after the first lot flopped. I'm sure it did like relatively well in the box office, but you know, against like the previous ones, it basically flopped. Like it was a, it wasn't like critically well acc- acclaimed and it wasn't even a good movie. But you get but my point. I think that's the problem. That's, that's no, the but, problem. But, but that's I think Drake has the Drake has the data and the insights and the team to put something together. He's gone into so many verticals, whether it be clothing. He's got his own cinemas. God knows, how, not not his own cinemas. He's got his own festivals. God knows how mm. much direct access he's got to his consumers. What hype cycle he can go on? There's no media outlet that won't take an interview from Drake when it comes to pumping his movie. If the product's good, he can push it through the roof. We're talking about franchises. He could just do a one and done like yeah, 50 yeah. did. 50 had Get Rich, Eminem mm-hmm. had 8 Mile. Yeah. He could just do that and these guys know how much money that could generate, fair, how, fair. how that could just shift culture for 20 years like M's movie did. Yeah, I don't disagree yeah. with that. That's what I was saying. I, like doing a movie or coming up in a movie, whether it be the starring role like or yeah, not the starring yeah. role as you said, like whatever it is, I don't disagree with that. But when you mention like franchise, like movie franchise, I just don't think that's going to be the case. Like live action movie franchises, I don't think that's going to be a thing for him. I think TV and animation and if it's movies it's going to be animation i genuinely believe that i think uh, as, as we're talking about it, i'm thinking as about just it. a voice as a vo- like i can see that i can see that and it might not even be it might not even be um a fr- like a, a animation franchise it could just be he's like the voice of like a whole bunch of different characters yeah, yeah, a whole yeah, bunch yeah, of yeah. Guys, guys his demo his demo is is already in its 30s or entering his sweet spot white hot demo is entering its 30s so if if he releases a movie like Fifty Shades of Grey, where he's like the, the the even we're talking about action. Drake's not Drake's not known for that, no. for being a bad man in the traditional sense. If he did rom coms, 
he could go. I mean, how great would he be in an in an Owen Wilson style movie where he's prepared but, to? But I'm not saying he won't do movies. I'm saying he won't. It won't be friend. Like you're talking. You were talking specifically about like franchise, like a like a Fast Nine style or a Die Hard style. Oh, I just don't could, think that's going to be, be the case. He could be George Clooney in Ocean's Eleven, whatever the equivalent of Ocean's Eleven is. But there won't be another franchise yeah. like that. Uh, I just don't believe that. Super. Regardless of who uh, it yeah, is. Yeah, no, it? I don't think it'd be like. Look, that. if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and it's on record. But like, th- this is something I'm. I'm genuinely. I genuinely believe. look. That's. Just the way I see it. I see him just doing it. But I'm not seeing movie. it specifically. Sorry to interrupt. No, I'm not no, seeing. Fine, I'm not fine. saying it specifically from Drake as an individual and as a talent. I'm saying like the movie industry won't allow that. It just it's changed so much. What was the last big franchise that was launched, brand new, in the last five years? I don't know. We'd have to look at it. But I anything significant that's got staying power until now? No. Marvel's been around for forever. Fast and Furious has been around for ever. Name another franchise. I, I, I don't know. But like, know. I'm, I'm just I like, I'm, I'm not saying that to be facetious. I'm saying yeah, like there yeah, might yeah. be like one or two that have slipped in that I've forgotten about. Bond has been there forever. You know, mm-hmm. like you see my point. But nothing that has brand new started. Why? Because everyone's focus is on how to build out streaming and TV mm. series. How to, and animation is the other thing because of like cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. Hollywood. You know, they're not putting the money into movies like they were. Yeah. They, they're like making safe bets like Marvel and Fast and Furious. Anyway. Let's see. We, let's we see. went pretty long on that, but like it was a good debate. But I think only that's time will tell. Only time will tell. We need to um, we need to call up uh, Julian, little X, at some point and say to him, no, no giveaways. But could this happen? Do you know what I mean? Okay. And see and see what he says. We'll do that at some point. I'll, I'm going to message. I'll send him this video. Okay. Next up on news from the week. This is one. Oh, this by, one. by the way, just sorry to, to wrap on the Drake bit. I wrote this in the group chat earlier on, which is that, you know, you've got all these artists that are going towards like independence, mm-hmm. right? Being independent. And as whatever happens, something happens, which is the polar opposite, an extreme version of the polar opposite. And that's the counterculture moment. And as much as like United Masters is pushing becoming independent, if you then look at the other side of the spectrum, you get moments like this. Now, I don't think many people can replicate what Drake's done here. 400 million yeah. is crazy, but as opposed to being independent, the opposite of independent is codependent. And so these guys have entered, you know, Universal and, and Drake have entered a codependent deal, a hyper-codependent deal, uh, which not everyone's gonna have access to, but I think it's gonna be a tee up for things that we've never seen. I think all of the stakeholders here, Drake, OVO, his whole team, Universal, Lucian Grange, um, Jimmy Iovine, all these guys, they dictate culture. As much as we can sit here and say, well, based on historical data, this is what we think is going to happen, but they actually dictate what the future is. So, yeah, well, let's let's leave it at that. I'm glad that we've got it all on, on record and uh, and we'll see how it plays out. So next. Just, sorry, just before you go next, just the last thing on what you just said. Do you yeah. mean that from signed to record labels to being independent is going to kind of basically come back? Is that what you're saying? No, or, I, I, or I say... variation of it? No, I'm saying that there's been a massive move towards direct-to-consumer mm. and independent artists. And as that becomes, as that gain, gains more and more momentum, and it's obviously a low barrier to entry to a lot of people, the other side of the spectrum, you'll have these little moments that are like, they're not going to be, mm. you know, 100 million artists can go independent tomorrow. Yep. Mm. But for every 100 million artists that goes independent, somebody will do a codependent deal like Drake mm. Got it. Mm. that will be so aggressive that it's like the impact of 100,000 mm-hmm. going uh, independent. This one deal is like a, a hyper-codependent deal. Okay. okay, next up, news from the week. So my friends, your friends, we've uh, finally announced a co-host. 
yeah, man, it came together pretty quickly. So super exciting about My Friends, Your Friends. Head over to MyFriendsYourFriends.com right now. Check out the co-hosts. We have Varsha, Varsha Vin, super talented singer-songwriter who I've hung out with many times. Uh, she's super dope. Shayla Majarius, somebody's wife. Don't know who's that. <laughs> Vic's wife has agreed to jump on, which is amazing because she's not been to that many My Friends, Your Friends. No, I think only one. It's going to be great to have her as a co-host. She's got so much experience in the uh, tech industry and exec search. So come talk to her about that. Our friend, Emmanuel Bonham who is a founder of L Active, super content creator online, had billboards around the city with Adidas, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. correct. Killing it. Sheena Katecha, one of our friends from back in Manchester, heads up operations at Gallagher and DIFC. Uh, Laura Santos, good friend of mine who I met working in and about in the social media scene. She's the founder of Hands On Social. Patchouli, great DJ. Mm. Um, shame, sh shame we don't really do a DJ kind of vibe on this mm. kind of night, but she's an awesome DJ. Uh, she'll be out and about. She knows her music inside out and she's just super cool. Pooja Tiwari, who you've seen, she used to work for us here at Creative Content Agency. She's now an NFT artist and she is going to be coming along. It was her artwork that was at Love Soul at Papa. Sharon Thomas, friend of mine, a pilot for mm. Fly Dubai. Super interested to hear more about her. Priyalanta Tuba has produced some of the coolest music videos mm -hmm. I've seen in this region with artists. And she's just one of those girls that every time I see her, she's doing something. And I always catch a vibe with her. We always see each other in coffee shops every mm. six to eight months. So it'd be nice to get to spend a bit of time with her. Deborah Stokot. Explain yep. what she's done in your life. Yeah, she, she's actually made a big difference in my life. She's my CrossFit instructor. So I'm at CrossFit every day, pretty much, well, four days a week. And she's the trainer at Warehouse Gym for me. And she also has her own clothing line called um, Original Culprit. She looks like she could crush your head with one hand. She's tried many times. Yeah, when, she I, don't, when can, I don't do the push ups, she looks like a <laughs> superhuman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's 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 goals. Okay, Catherine O'Farrell, great person. Uh, she's, I mean, her story goes back super far she's from ireland she has done so much great work in terms of um i guess you know just uh i, I don't even know how we explain what she's done but she's worked with like underrepresented communities in the, in the labor force to bring them more and more opportunities she's one of the most known people in education over here so come and talk to her jessica de silva dent one of our former clients who we work with just incredibly super smart uh, account manager in for united seo a top seo company here in the city uh, we loved working with her uh, Raluca Kripenshi, who's an uh, incredible uh, yoga. She works in the yoga space and, and real estate out here. Always puts out dope content. And what a catch, Maria Concia-Sau, who has been working. Uh, she has her own charity. She has been working for years and years and years in Bangladesh, uh, bringing people out of the most extreme, unfortunate situations. She is called mother by hundreds of kids mm. for the work that she's done. She's a genuine soul. She's done back-to-back -back mountain climb. She's got so many Guinness World Records. She's an author. She's just an absolute force of nature. And when you talk to her, you're just like, man, this person, just her heart is connected to the, the causes that she does. So to have her in the room and be able to introduce our community to her is just a huge blessing. So we're very grateful to her for taking a couple of hours to come and join us at My Friends, Your Friends, 11th, Wednesday, the 11th of May from 6 p.m. at Glow DIFC, which back then, five years ago, was called Dusty's. And we're going to go back there to recreate uh, that very special night with just a couple of hundred people. Uh, guest list is packing up hugely right mm. now, and um, and it's going to be we're going to have another magical night in the in the same venue. First uh, drink is on the house, uh, of course. Entry is free, and they'll mm -hmm. be happy hour all night. So come come and hang out with us. We're going to have a great bunch of people in the room. Alex's first one. Yeah, my first, my friends, your friends. Cool. Are you excited? Yeah. What are you what are your expectations? I don't know honestly. Because, I mean, I've only seen, like, the videos and, like, you've spoken about it. But, like, 
It's one of our biggest things. Yeah, but I also don't know what my role will be when I'm there, you know? So, it, like, Probably I'm not going to be there. Stupid lucky. Well, like, well, what are we going to do? It should have it been, right? been doing all the camera work. Right? That's mm-hmm. a, but that's why. I might still be able to do some. So, it's going to be like... A even I, even I'm going to say you don't need to do that. <laughs> even me, I'm saying you don't need to do that. You could do the door. You could do the door. Yeah, I you could. could sit down. Yeah. yeah, that could help. Yeah, we could do that. But then we'll we figure just, something out. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah. But I'm excited for you to see it as well. No, I'm especially I'm like because yeah. as we're we're at the end of season now, we're all going to be kind of mm. like going our separate ways from June onwards, and so it's it's a really good way to end the season. Yeah. And I, I'm just I'll say this: if you've never been to a my friends, your friends, like you've not experienced the full Dubai experience unless mm. you've been to a my friends, your friends, it's going to be so incredible this fifth birthday one uh next up so that's a quick overview on the co-host next up so we want to give some more details around the workshop yeah let me give some details on that so what we decided to do because we're simultaneously launching our our boot camp in june which is a creative content agency boot camp a number of sessions on zoom uh, every week where we help you figure out what podcasts and videos you should be putting together to reach your business goals and build out a really solid content strategy we have a number of different strategies that we that we teach and have executed in our agency, but they all come from our main philosophy, our framework, the four pieces of content, plan, produce, publish, promote. So we're launching this, uh, this, this boot camp. To kick it all off, we're gonna have an in-person workshop. We gave people the option when they sign up from My Friends, Your Friends, if they'd like to come along. 80% of people have said yes. It's gonna be incredible. We'll be announcing the venue in the next couple of days. Yeah. Have we got anything else to say on that? No, that's it. Just just keep an eye out. Anyone that's interested, just reach out to us mm. um, and we can give you more details. If you listen to the podcast and you're not part of the My Friends, Your Friends community, then send me or Vic a message on our Instagram and we will just send you a direct link to sign up. Cool. Cool. Next. We've got some content recommendations. Yeah. First up. Well, hang on. Have you There's guys got any content recommendations? Um, no, I don't have any. You guys are whack. Uh, I go on. What? Let's start with you. Um, Alex is doing this only because you've not got any. Yeah. No, 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 no. What, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, the, the, com- the competition has started again. I watched um, uh, yesterday Gary Vee on Impulsive. With oh, Lo- yeah. With Logan oh. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was interesting because a lot of... Um, is it uh, new? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just came out, I think, like two two days ago, one day ago. Okay. But yeah, um, I think it's interesting because a lot of the Gary Vee podcast, you see, it's like... A lot of people asking him about like what NFTs are and stuff, but like Logan and his friends are already in that space. Like he, Logan has his own NFT project and all of that. So like, like they already all know the dynamic of what an NFT is. They don't need to like, like talk about the small stuff. So it's good. What do they? What did they talk about that you thought was really good? Any like highlights? Um, I think it was very interesting knowing when Logan and Gay first met. Logan was like fifteen thousand followers on Vine, like when he was like young, like before 18 wow like a long long time ago and i had no idea about that so their journey started a long time ago was it a classic like gary reached out and said yo i see you moment um it was um no no gary view was launching you could like um you had to email him and like uh you'd be able to like meet gary v and all of that and then he just had signed up when he was younger and then he's the one who got the email back so logan just Said, I want to meet you, Gary V, and managed to get through to him. Yeah, I mean, there was a contest for, like, a bunch of people on Vine to, like, Gary V wanted to find the next superstar for Vine. Mm. And so a bunch of people, like, signed up to, like, be able to speak to Gary about that, and Logan was selected. You know Gary had, like, a Vine agency back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A micro-content video agency. Yeah. He went, he went in on that. This was yeah. like in the early days, like the nerdy days. Mm. And boy, he, was he right about Logan, eh? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. <laughs> it's, like, crazy, like... Logan was nothing back then. Now, huge conf- 
controversy after like his YouTube and all of that. Yeah. Huge comeback with fighting Floyd Mayweather. His podcast is blowing up. It's good. Mm, good. It's a long game. It's definitely a long game. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. Nice. For me, um, I recommend, and again, these links will be in the show notes on, on YouTube and on the podcast, but Naval has just put out a new video, Naval Ravikant, uh, on his YouTube channel. The title of the video is Let Us Not Talk Falsely Now. It's a kind of Q&A, office hours, drop in, drop out. Of course, with Naval, it's packed full of useful information. My big takeaway, and I wish I could have brought it up and had it ready for the show, but I, I haven't, But because I was like originally like sitting in the bathroom when I listened to it, is that he said that a sign of intelligence is being able to live the life you want, which is incredible because it's not necessarily tied into a macro theme of what a good life is, mm. but the life that you've chosen. And it's made up of two parts. One, it's the ability to identify what that life is, and then it's the ability to go and get it. And so intelligence is recognizing what life you want and then having the, the given skills, the God-given skills, to apply yourself to go and make yourself get to that life. So I thought that was really incredible. Obviously, I really like... I really like these kind of things because they kind of force you to be like, damn, where am I in, in that scale? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And, um, and a statement like that sticks with you for a long time. It becomes like a, uh, an, an operating system update in your mind. So I really, really like that. Go check that out. Uh, next up, oh man, this has made a lot of controversy <laughs> online. Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger had the Berkshire Hathaway annual conference. And I'm just going to play you what I thought was the, the illest part of it. Oh, that's Naval. Sorry, guys. We're not going to edit it out. We're just going to keep it moving. My question is, if you had to pick one star to bet on... <laughs> you kind of snuck up on us there for a second. <laughs> and be resilient in the inflation, which would you choose? And what specifically enables that stock to do very well and might very likely be a difficult market well i'll tell something even better than that one stock <laughs> maybe we'll get to one stock but the best thing you can do is to be exceptionally good at something you're the best if you're the best doctor in town if you're the best lawyer in town if you're the best whatever it may be uh you know, no matter whether people are paying you with a zillion dollars or paying with a, they're going to they're going to give you some of what they produce in exchange for what you deliver and if you've got it and if if, if you're the one they pick out uh to do any particular activity sing or play baseball or or be their lawyer whatever it may be Whatever abilities you have can't be taken away from you. They can't actually be inflated away from you. Somebody else will give you some of the wheat they produce or the cotton or whatever it may be, and they will trade you for the skill you have. So the best investment by far is anything that develops yourself. And again, not taxed. No, it, it, so that's what I would do. So, yeah, I really like that. I think that's super simple. Mm. Uh, and as we go into a recession, I think that's really good advice as well, which is like, and the, in, in Naval's just to triangulate the two, there's a whole bit where Naval talks about like life is a single player game. And so it's at times like this where like, yeah, of course, you know, you can, you can cluster up and you can have mm. like your company give you like some sort of 
protection and shelter, but ultimately it's about like, like an individual basis, how inoculated are you against economic conditions? So really, really good. Definitely go and check both of them out. I like these kind of nerdy podcasts. This is how I spend my, my days and my weeks. And then, uh, so you've got Gary on here. Oh, that's what you already spoke about. Yeah. Nothing you've seen, last chance. No. At all, the whole week. Nothing I can recommend. Even in TV. No, I, I've like this whole week, literally, I've not <laughs> slammed. <laughs> It's been mad. Like I don't even know how you get the time. <laughs> like, yeah. Because like literally, yeah, I, 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 just, yeah, I just don't. I don't. I don't no train idea. five times a week like you do. Yeah. That's like, the thing. Well, yeah. 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 I got. I got the training, and then obviously I got the family. Right. But uh, it, but just th- these last two weeks has just been too too savage, busy, man. Like it's yeah. been madness. So I've really not consumed the right content to be able to recommend. I'm still listening to some podcasts, like you know, group chat and all yeah. that kind of stuff, just mm. to stay on top of stuff, but not. Not anything I want to recommend. Did you check out, did you manage to check out Brian Armstrong on All In? Still haven't been able to do that. Okay, I think that then, yeah, I mean, the way the way I do it is obviously like, I just have constant noise on at all times. So from the second I wake up, a podcast goes on. It's with me all the way through my walk till I come back. So yeah, I mean, I just have like that. There's really no quiet yeah, time. I'm just enough. like pounding my head full of information all the time. Yeah. Which isn't good because I think that's probably affecting my sleep and stuff. There's a Def- lot of... Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's bad. But you know, it's, it's you know, it's really weird as well. Like, I feel like there's a lot of people that are like pushing this like lifestyle thing about like, you know, make sure you go to bed at this time and no sc- no screen for one hour before like this and make sure you like soak your oats and then when you wake up in the morning, remove the skin from your almonds and blend them with some chia seeds. And I'm like, shut the f- up, man. Like, I got sh- to do. I haven't got time for that. You don't need to be that extreme, but I think in the long term, like sleeping on time and like not necessarily at a certain time, but a certain amount of hours can help you in the long term. I know, but I feel like, I mean, it's like people are just pumping that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I agree. It's it's just not everyone's truth. I agree. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. I agree. Like in the sense that I feel like this is good advice. You should definitely try and get more sleep. You should definitely do all of these things. But like, I mean, come on. Like also you just got to figure out what you can do and how much you can do. Yeah, exactly. What you can do, yeah. Because if you sit there like blending almonds and doing this and that and the other you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything else i agree i agree you're not you're just you're just gonna be slammed all the time trying to trying to chase this kind of like ideal lifestyle of like some instagram couples yeah it's like do what you can and then do better as soon as you can do better yeah but but don't like don't chase this like idyllic lifestyle of like you see people wake up in the morning go yeah i wake up and then i journal and then i breathe Mm. and i'm like yeah all right cool but if you're really, really out here in the streets, you don't got time for all that shit. You yeah, know what I mean? I mean? You do have time and you should make time, but do the best you can do. Yeah. And then as soon as you can, do better. Yeah. But like I just, I've been seeing a lot of this content online and I just feel like people need to armor up now. It's time to get mm. the strap and like, because economic conditions are about to get crazy. Yep. And like, you just got to get that dough. Like, do you know what I mean? Sorry to like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure this, I can already imagine a handful of people being yeah, like, no, I'm you should sure. be talking like that. But like, no, like it's true, man. Like, it's just balance. It's just a balance. Mm. People go one way too too yeah. much one way or too much I mean, the other way. It's just figuring out the balance. That's all it who is. Who is it who talked about that? And my friends, your friends. Her saying is find your balance. Yeah, Raluca. She says that find mm-hmm. you. I, I that when she said that's her thing. I was like, it's like when Summit came up with we progress together. Yeah, it's yeah. a perfect statement. Find your balance. Do you know what I mean? If I had to like mm. meditate for twenty minutes a day, I'm sure it'd be great and I've done it before. But right right now, you don't right. have time. I'd get, I'd get right. more yeah, anxiety yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. meditate. Well, the balance changes. I even say the same thing to Inner as well. I'm like you know, what is the balance between like eating good, eating kind of like a treat, going out with your friends, reading, all that kind of stuff. Like what is the balance? Find it and then do it. But the balance changes depending on your circumstances. Mm. So like right now we're in like heavy, heavy work mode. Like 
Mm. We've got like three, four projects that we're trying to get off the ground. And each project is as big as we've ever done, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So we don't have the balance of certain things in our life. We can't meditate. We can't journal. I can't listen to the content I want to, all that kind of stuff. So now what is the balance? So right now for the next four weeks, six weeks, it's like we're all guns blazing mm. on the projects that's it so there's no balance mm. or very little balance the balance changes and then after six weeks once everything is kind of launched and we're done and we figured it all out then the balance rechanges mm. it's just a matter of figuring out when and how that should work for you yeah it's, it's weird i actually made a post on my instagram the other day because i st i feel like since i've become more busy or maybe i'm more sensitive to it but since i've become more busy i feel like more and more people are asking for like one-on-ones and I think, I think every week, and it could be like not good for my reputation, but every week, I think I'm just getting to put a message out being like, can't meet one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. I like, just can't do it. Zooms all day long. I had a meeting this morning with a, an interesting mm -hmm. guy. I've not briefed mm -hmm. you on it yet. I need to talk to you about it, Vic. But the, um, you know, I had this conversation. This dude was like, I want to talk to you about something. He's got an interesting business model. Um, we have some overlap. So I had the conversation with him. I was like, look, I can't, I can't come see you. And you know what the scary thing is? I can't see anybody really, honestly until September. Me yeah. and you normally write our year off by early November. Yeah. We're like, this is our year's done. Mm. But it's weird. It's just so funny as we talk about it. It's like almost a bit of a therapy session, but like we normally know that going into like the, the quiet season that we get really, really busy and then we kind of wrap our year up end of October, mm. beginning of November. We're like, we can't take anything until the new year. But because of the seasonality of Dubai specifically and the fact that the downtime is over the summer, mm -hmm. If I'm going to be in London in two weeks, come back for two weeks, that's going to be very little time for anybody in those two weeks. It's only going to be family mm. and work and then head over to Bali for a month. And then if I'm and then obviously I'll be with you guys in Europe and stuff like yeah. that. Like there's, when am I honestly going to be back on the ground in Dubai to like schmingle and jingle and do all mm, that stuff? Not, not in an, but that, that's the way we structure the next three, four months. Right. That's our, that's intentionally done. So. You just got you just make adjustments, man. Like everyone just thing is now everyone can just meet on Zoom. You don't need to meet people in person if you mm -hmm. don't need to. Like you're gonna get the same advice, value, conversation over Zoom minus ten percent. It's enough. Mm -hmm. We've got yeah. priorities. We've got we've got things that we need to get on with, and people understand that. People people have their own stuff that they need to do, mm. and people get it. It's like look, I can give you thirty minutes on Zoom. Like we we had like we have a call next week. And it was supposed to be a face-to-face -face meeting, and I would love love that it, if it was. But we're running around so much that I, I said to the guy, "Look, we're all over the place. Can we just book in thirty minutes on Zoom?" He was like, "Yeah, cool. Mm. I get it. Everyone's everyone's got stuff to do." So you know, you know what the most it. dangerous thing is. One thing I, I and it's it's not it's not a pet peeve. It's just not good business. I still get a phone call a week being like, "I'm doing this," and I was thinking maybe we could work together. And I'm like, "All right, cool." How do you want to work together? I don't know. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking like maybe we could like we just throw some ideas around, and I'm like, don't do that. You just gave you mm. just you just showed me an amateur card. Like know what I'm doing or know what we're doing as an agency. Know what you're doing. Figure out the bit that mm. this is really important. Figure out where you've got excess margin, where you can use as an incentive. Be like, look, we're doing this. We don't do the most sales in it, but when we do it, we make a crap ton of money. There's actually enough to incentivize you, Raj, as our partner to align yourself with us and that's what it is but like i don't want to throw around ideas about how i can participate in your business mm. that's not good because i'm like you haven't you haven't thought this through i need to know like how have you thought this through and i think that 
that's never been the case. I've always been much more of a speculative person. But even Vic will say this because you've been obviously you've been recovering for a month, right? Mm -hmm. But like, how many things in the last month, but specifically the last week and a half to two weeks, have we scrapped? Yeah. Because the the ROI is just not. not it's just enough. not there. With time, every single day we've got less and less time until mm -hmm. I leave, till Vic leaves, till you leave and all that kind of stuff. Even down to the guys, if you're watching this right now on YouTube or Spotify, uh, you're gonna see that there's a lot less in the way of overlays only because yeah. for every, every every overlay costs us as a business, what, four or five minutes? Well, any, anything between six to 13 minutes, depending on the overlay. Yeah. Like for real, that's, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, real yeah. number. Yeah, yeah, upload it to Dropbox, let me download it, overlay it, yeah. yeah so crop it, this, the whole lot. It, it it just comes down to priorities like that's mm -hmm. all it is and thing is when someone approaches you and says oh i want to figure out ways that we could work together it's like no you figure it out because they've approached you yeah it's the same it's the same thing when like someone's going for a job mm. or you know whatever it might be going or trying to get a deal like going okay look i've seen i've seen this company that i've seen your company i've seen what you do this is what i do and these are some ideas that i have of some changes that you can make, some improvements mm. that you can make, some things that I think I could add value to, so on and so forth. Someone's going to give you the time of day. If someone came up to you and said, all right, look, I know you're doing this workshop. I know you've got my friends, your friends, and you're launching this course. Well, here's what I've done in that world, mm. right? And this is what my agency does. And this is where I think I could help you. Mm. That's a straight, clear, direct shot to yeah. a, a potential partnership or potential something to work together. Mm. It just doesn't make sense not to do it any other way. Yeah, I think I'm, I, I, and I, I've got these bad habits of like, you know, giving people like access to like speculative stuff. But I think for me personally, that's why Bali is going to be really useful is because I'm going to be in a place where people don't just pull up in the city, mm -hmm. in London and Dubai, somebody just show up randomly on a Wednesday morning and be like, yo, <laughs> let's catch up. And for certain of those people, we have to do it as well. Yeah. Like they're, you know, we, we've got history with these people and, and they're always about doing some cool stuff, but but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. So that being said, on the flip side, if anybody's got anything interesting that they're working on and they want to share it with us, then just drop us an email. My email address is raj, R-A-J, at creativecontentagency.com. Vic is on. V-I-K, Vic, at creativecontentagency.com. And Alex. Alex at creativecontentagency.com. Wouldn't it be so funny if Alex got just a sick deal in? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> if, 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 Imagine. If someone like, just messaged Alex being like, yo, man, we're thinking about like doing this and uh, uh, have a look at it for us. He's like slowly, he's like, you're my favorite character on the podcast. <laughs> mm. I think you and Ine are going to have a little battle on the favorite character on the podcast. Yeah. But, uh, really? You just get this massive deal in. That'd be cool. Good for you, you get man. points on the deal as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go get it. Let's go. Okay, cool. cool. Anything else? No, that's it on content recommendations. So let's end up with some uh, shout outs. Mm -hmm. Let's. So the first shout out is. Uh, everybody that's part of my friends your friends thank you so much for being part of it we are way over 200 people signed up which is magnificent that happened so quickly uh, that's not including the 15 co-hosts and the friends that they're going to bring the venue holds 200 we will sign up four to 500 because there's a natural dropout i'm just giving you our honest numbers uh, but but it's going to be a super packed event so make sure you get on there as the world comes out from uh, a holiday week here in dubai Mm -hmm. I noticed a lot more people engaging with my friends, your friends on social media and mm. uh, on the ticketing platform. So, you know, get involved. Shout out to everybody who's involved in any which way. And shout out to the venue as well, Glow in Alpha Town Currency House. Next up. Mr. Beirut's Mystery. It was his birthday two days ago, I think. The Brown Adonis. He's cut out of, wait, oak? That's the only brown thing that I can think of. Then material. they say like model out of marble or something like that. Yeah, but there's no brown marble. Is yeah. There? yeah. Uh, no, I'm sure that. Yeah, there is. What? 
I mean, I'm sure there is. I don't know. Like, Bravo. wait, isn't it called Op? Op? Oh, wait. Anyway, he's in good yeah, shape. That yeah. Berus. He's, he's, uh, he's a cool cat. It was his birthday the other day. He's yeah. uh, a big DJ in the city. One half of Mixed Feelings with Travi, mm-hmm. who we've spoken about as well previously. So shout so to him. Big shout out to Berus. Happy birthday. And everybody who celebrated Eid this week. It was an incredible yeah. Eid. The vibes in the city were good. It was quiet, which mm-hmm. is obvious because a lot of folks are traveling. But yeah. then there was just a great energy across the city in the restaurants with the people mm. and even at the barber shops. So shout to all of our, our Muslim loved ones, uh, not only here in Dubai, but across the world who have been celebrating it. Um, you know, very happy for you. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know really what to <laughs> no, just keeping just, it like yeah, 1000. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, I'm just really happy that you had such a great week this week, uh, such a superb reason to celebrate. So mm-hmm. I hope that uh, this week gave you everything that you need and more and sets you up for the, for, for your new, your next 12 months. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And, that is it. That's a wrap. How's it feel to be back? Amazing. Yeah? Yeah. You ready to rock next week? Yeah, I'm good. All right. I'm ready. Back nice. in Dubai. Big week next week, buddy. Right? Oh, God. Yeah. Next week's a huge week. My friends, your friends. Yeah. Russell Peters in town on the 12th. Yeah. yeah. Yo, do me a favor. Russell Peters is in town on the 12th next week in Dubai, 12th of May. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be at uh, which comedy festival? It's the Dubai Comedy Dubai Festival. Comedy. I can't remember the name of the venue. Okay. Go and support that man. He's our good friend. This show is going to be incredible. Uh, he's going to be on the Actor Age tour. And I don't know if that tour is going to come to Dubai again. So make sure you go and see it. Yeah. Um, anything else next week? That's it. Oh, well, next week? Mm. No, aside from Neil being in town, our nephew, um, on an internship or work experience, then probably we'll got, we've got a couple of events that we actually need to do go to next week. A of 14th is our activation. 14th 10th is, is Taco Stars. That's it, yeah. Yeah, so shout out to Gary. Wednesdays, my friends, your friends. Thursdays, Russell. And then it's just another working week. Just like, it's, it's mad. We've got like three captures next week for clients. Wow. Yeah, next week is nice. on. Next week's algo is going to be crazy. If you're ready it's for good. it. huh? It's good. It's going to be great. Next week, uh, we'll be busy, but I hope you enjoyed this week as well. If you have, the best way to let us know is Spotify video crew. Shout out to Kim. She messaged me. I sent you the message. Yeah. She said, uh, really loving the fact that you guys are on video now on Spotify. So appreciate that love. Uh, All the Spotify video gang, uh, give us a five-star rating. It's in the top left-hand side of the channel. Uh, Apple five-star rating and review would be amazing. Helps us get discovered by those guys, Tim Cook and them, and uh, YouTube crew, you know what to do. Subscribe at the very least. Subscription numbers going up, which Mm -hmm. I'm loving. That's good. Uh, And then hit the notification bell to get these episodes ASAP. Uh, likes and comments are super appreciated. We will see you next week on the Rush Cassette Show.